0: Immigration remains at the forefront of the national conversation. Some presidential candidates want to end birthright citizenship, and half the states oppose President Barack Obama's proposal to give temporary legal status to undocumented parents of U.S. citizens. Millions of children are caught in the middle. These U.S. citizens are destined to be the next generation of police officers, teachers, and lawyers. We bring you a special half-hour report Divided by Law, the story of four Tucson siblings. Arizona Public Media's Fernanda Echavary and the Arizona Daily Star's Perla Treviso spent four months with the family exploring how immigration policy changed their lives. Now, Fernanda Echavary and Divided by Law.
1: It's the first day of fifth grade for Bobby de la Rosa. He's wearing black jeans and a bright green T-shirt with new black sneakers his mom got him. Bobby's in the kitchen, but instead of his parents making his breakfast, he is pouring cereal for his father. Bobby's dad, Arsenio, is 82 years old, has health problems, and uses a walker to get around their home on Tucson's okay. South Side. Bobby helps his father sit at the kitchen table, peels a banana for him, and kisses his forehead before leaving the house.
2: You don't want to eat breakfast?
1: Bobby's 21-year-old brother, Bill, is walking him to school. Their mother, Gloria Arellano de la Rosa, is getting ready for work, but 60 miles away, across the border, in her small apartment in Nogales, Sonora. In 2009, Gloria went to Juarez, Mexico, to what she thought would be an appointment with immigration officials who would grant her a green card. Her husband of more than 20 years, Arsenio, a U.S. citizen, was sponsoring her. Instead of getting a green card, she was banned for 10 years from returning to the United States because years prior, she overstayed a visa and then crossed here illegally. The family has been separated since then. Today, more than four million US citizen youth have at least one parent who's in the country illegally. These children, like the De La Rosa siblings, are US citizens and their successes and failures are shaping the face of this country it was a thursday evening in october 2009 and then 15 year old bill de la rosa was at the family's home in tucson waiting for a phone call from his mom
2: she called me from a payphone and it was raining i heard it raining i heard i knew she was outside so i don't want to keep her um, she told me she's like Mijo, Mi like no, 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 me la dieron, or she says something like that. I was like, what do you mean, no? In disbelief and in, in denial.
1: He hung up the phone and stood still, staring at a family portrait as he tried to process the news. His mother, Gloria, would not be allowed back in the country.
2: I remember I cried, and I was really upset because uh, I, I still didn't know what was going to happen.
1: That family portrait has not been updated. Bill couldn't understand why Gloria, the mother of four U.S.-born children married to a U.S. citizen, a volunteer at church and school with no criminal record, would be denied a green card. Here's why. In 1996, Congress passed a law to punish those who come to the U.S. illegally by prohibiting them from re-entering legally for up to 10 years. So Gloria would have to wait until 2019 to try again. Bill is the second oldest of the De La Rosa siblings. He's tall and thin. He's now 21 years old, but could easily pass for 17. He has short, dark brown hair, light skin, and wears thick-framed glasses.
2: How do I describe myself? Mm, As an average, responsible young man.
1: (laughs) This Pueblo High School valedictorian is a bit above average. He's a Bill Gates scholar with a full ride to Bowdoin College in Maine, where he's a senior.
2: My role in the family has been mostly to um, step in as as one of the older brothers and take on larger responsibilities.
1: Growing up, Bill was always finding ways to help the family financially. When he was younger, he went door-to-door in the neighborhood selling food his mom made, $1 for a dozen tortillas and $8 for a dozen tamales. Even now, at school in Maine, he cuts hair and DJs parties on the side for a little extra cash. Bill has never been afraid to ask for help when needed. So, when his mom was suddenly gone, he reached out to lawyers, school counselors, church groups, anyone who could help him figure out what to do. It's that support system that, over time, helped him become a 2015 Harry Truman Scholar.
2: Wow. ¿Qué es esto? Es la, el certificado que me dieron.
1: Every summer, Bill tries to spend as much time as he can with his mom, driving back and forth from Tucson to Nogales, Sonora. It's
2: a message from President Barack Obama who.
1: On this Saturday afternoon, he's bringing her a framed letter.
2: The
1: letter is in English, but he translates it for his mother. Gloria says she feels so much pride and happiness, but she knows that that letter represents a lot. Separation, dedication, and hard work. Bill had to spend long nights studying while taking care of his father and listening to Gloria crying, missing him. Bill has always had the closest relationship to his mom. When Gloria was banned from re-entering the U.S., she often called him from the border She would sit by the metal gate at the port of entry, looking out into the United States, crying for hours.
2: My mom was really depressed when it happened. And for like the years she was. And so she always contemplated coming back in somehow. But I always try to tell her like, look, no, don't do it, stay.
1: Bill's world was turned upside down, but he didn't show it in front of his siblings.
2: Uh, I knew that they needed someone strong to to wear a a different mask in front of them. For sure it affected me, Um, but I I guess um, it also helped me a lot. Um, I I became more responsible, I became more devoted to school, and just a positive role model in front of them
1: and he wants to do more than just be an influence at home. Bill is working to one day influence immigration policy as an immigration lawyer or in politics. He's strict with his younger siblings, and he wants his teenage sister to follow in his footsteps. He pushes Naomi to do her best. Before he goes back to Maine for school, he talks to her about her studies and her responsibilities at home.
2: Make sure my dad's okay, make sure he's eating properly, and and most importantly, make sure to stay on top of Bobby. Don't let him um, you know, fall apart. Um, support him. Uh, Stay on top of his, his work in school.
1: With Bill away for college, and Jim, the oldest sibling in the military for the last four years, most of the responsibilities fell on the only girl, Naomi. How are you going,
3: Naomi? Oh my god, dude. It was so much fun. Like, I'm not it's
1: almost noon on a Saturday and Bill is picking like up it? Naomi downtown after a morning of volunteering for a program called Teen Court. When Bill was younger he participated in that program and he pushed for his only sister to do the same. Naomi spent four hours learning about the justice system and serving in teen juries for okay, peers who got in trouble. Okay
3: so this dude he had marijuana on him and Got
1: Naomi turned 15 over the summer. She's petite, has a big smile, and long black hair down to her waist.
3: My favorite colors turquoise, maroon, black, and purple. My favorite subject is English. I love English. It's like, oof. I'm the outgoing, crazy girl that doesn't care what people say about her. Like on Snapchat, I'll make ugly faces. I don't care.
1: <laughs> she also likes to take selfies with her cell phone camera. A lot so, of selfies cheese but unlike most girls she had to grow up very quickly naomi was nine when her mom was banned from re-entering the u.s back then her older brothers were in high school and took on most of the chores naomi watched them closely early on she learned how to make her dad's instant coffee just the way he likes it three fords water four spoons of brown sugar and one quarter milk in a mug that has a chip on the side Today, she's responsible for cooking dinner, sweeping and mopping the house, doing the laundry, and cleaning up after her elderly father. Naomi doesn't complain about her chores, though. She does them with a smile, all while getting mostly A's at school and taking advanced placement classes. But she does feel like she has two lives the student life and the mom life. <laughs> Naomi's mom, Gloria, wipes tears from her eyes when she talks about how much responsibility has fallen on her only daughter's shoulders. (laughs) Sitting at the kitchen table in her apartment in Nogales, Sonora, she says she feels bad for Naomi. The family visits Gloria a couple times a month. Naomi doesn't really like to go but sees it as a bit of a break from doing house chores because mom is there, and she always sends them back to Tucson with food. (laughs) (laughs) On this Thursday afternoon in the middle of summer, Naomi and her younger brother, Bobby, are walking with their mom to pick up tortillas. Naomi walks close to Bobby, occasionally bumping into him. She says she does not feel comfortable walking through the streets of this border town. They
3: disrespect you. Let's say there's a 40-year-old guy passing by, a little girl, they're like, Wow, estás bien sabrosa. Wow, you're so hot. It's like, I don't feel safe at all. It's, I don't know. just don't like it here.
1: <laughs> Gloria hears about what's going on with her daughter through Leti Rodriguez. Leti is Gloria's best friend and is also in her 40s. She lives in Tucson and has been helping out the family for years. Leti has become like a second mother to Naomi.
4: Pero ya nada no más imaginarme. Leti
1: does this because what if it was her daughter who had a toothache and she wasn't there? What if it was her kids going to bed on an empty stomach? She says even just thinking of that
4: hurts. On
1: her 15th birthday, Naomi got a bracelet and a card from her mom sent to Tucson with Bill. But it was Leti who took Naomi to the mall. She's like a guardian angel.
3: She's always been there for us.
1: Most of the time, Naomi sort of plays the mom role at home. But she gets to be a teenage girl when she's around Leti or her That's
5: mom. Oh, really? Yes, it just repeats it.
1: <laughs> Naomi is closest with her younger brother. She calls Bobby her best friend.
3: He's like my stylist and like my counselor.
1: He gives her great advice on what to wear to school and about dating. Bobby is 10 years old. He was only four when his mom left for Mexico. Naomi remembers waking up one night to go to the bathroom and seeing a silhouette in the middle of the hallway. It was Bobby, with his eyes full of tears. Bill picked up his four-year-old brother and took him back to bed, while Naomi warmed up some strawberry milk to make him feel better. Jim, the oldest, made a puppet show with blankets and a big teddy bear, all trying to make Bobby laugh.
3: As a nine-year-old, like, um, that would look at Bobby and like be like, oh, the little baby, and like, um, I would hold him, and like I would be crying, um, but then I would be like, no, 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 I'm strong. So I would wipe those tears and then go to sleep.
1: a lot of 10-year-olds would say that their teenage siblings are their best friends. But Bobby De La Rosa, who was four when his mother was banned from re-entering the U.S., has grown up very close to his older sister.
5: My best, 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 best friend is Naomi. And my other best friend is this kid Na- that I met since I was three.
1: Bobby and Naomi sleep on the same bed most nights. When they go to Nogales to spend time with their mom on the weekends, Gloria often finds them cuddling and holding hands while they sleep. I think it's because mm, my mom wasn't there. In the absence of his mother, Bobby says his only sister, in many ways, has stepped in to fill some of that void. She makes me laugh when I'm sad or,
5: hmm. She hugs me when I'm scared, or teaches me not to be scared of nothing.
1: And she's funny. A few years ago, Naomi took Bobby to a parent-teacher conference because Arsenio, their father, was in the hospital and their two older siblings were away. That visit almost got them in trouble. The school contacted the state's child welfare office after seeing a middle schooler in charge of Bobby. Leti Rodriguez, the family friend who was helping take care of the kids, did not have power of attorney. It was then the family decided to arrange for that. Leti often brought food to the house, she took Naomi grocery shopping, and checked on Arsenio's health. She also kept a close eye on Bobby.
4: Pero sí había momentos en que el niño lo miraba muy triste y pues deprimidito, encerrado en su cuarto.
1: There were times she noticed Bobby looked really sad. He was quiet, stayed in his room most of the time, and he didn't want to read or do his homework. One of Bobby's teachers once called Letty and told her that he was falling behind in class. So Letty helped Bobby catch up. As he starts fifth grade, Bobby has his brother Jim at home. Jim is back after four years in the U.S. Marines and the 23-year-old will likely be the one attending the next parent-teacher conference. Bobby goes to Mission View Elementary, where his older siblings also went to school. Liz Hoover is a counselor there, and she knows the family well. She says, like with any other family separation, divorce, or death, the De La Rosas kept the mother's absence quiet at first
4: and those things come out because maybe a teacher is reading a piece of literature that prompts something and then prompts an emotion, or that kids are talking with one another related to something, or a parent-teacher conference comes up. So once we begin sort of digging a little bit deeper to help, we're finding out
1: about those those things. One day, Bobby's teacher was reading a story about an orphan, and it upset him. Bobby started crying in class at the thought of not having his parents around a thought that still upsets him. Because I think
5: about my dad and how his health is, or my mom, how she's far away from him.
1: Bobby has come to understand a little about the immigration policies that have put his family in the situation. Before the end of last school year, Congressman Raul Grijalva stopped at Bobby's school to talk to students, and Bobby raised his hand to ask a question.
5: How do you help people cross the border
1: that are separated from their uh, family, like my mom. A few weeks later, Bobby would share his family's story in front of more than 100 people, including Grijalva, at an immigration forum in Tucson. Are
5: separated from?
1: An event where anti-immigration protesters got so loud, some had to be escorted out by security. Oh, I was so scared. He sat in the front row of the auditorium with his older sister, Naomi, and Liz, the school counselor. When the heckling got louder, Bobby started crying, but he didn't want to leave because he wanted to hear why the protesters were so upset. He says despite his nerves, it was worth it to give that speech.
5: It's not fair that kids could only be one parent and that, it, it, that it's hard to live like that. That's what I means you wanted them to understand.
1: During the summer, Bobby tries to spend as much time as he can with his mom in Nogales, Sonora. When he's there, he likes to play video games with his friend Alejandro. As dad's health deteriorated in 2011, Gloria decided that Bobby, who was six years old at the time, had to move to Sonora to live with her. That's when he met Alejandro. Oh, yeah. Bobby is the only one of the four siblings to have lived in Nogales with their mom since she was denied a green card. But after one year, the family decided he needed to come back to Tucson, that Bobby should get the chance at a better education here. Bobby has always struggled with the separation. I miss my dad a
5: lot. So then I, when, like I started missing him, I started realizing that I wanted to go back. Even though, but then if I went, came back, I would miss my
1: mom and my friends, so it was confusing. He was also a bit confused with language. Bobby struggled to read and write in Spanish. And then when he came back to Tucson after a year of not writing or reading in English, he had a tough time in some classes.
5: It's cool when he fights Cuba. huh?
1: Now that his brother Jim is at home after four years away in the military, Bobby worries a little bit less about his dad's health and his mom's absence.
4: Whatever you say, broski.
1: The two are 13 years apart, but still like to play the same video games and watch anime shows together.
4: Yeah, it's 45. Nah, it says you watched this.
1: Bobby calls his sister Naomi his best, 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 best friend, and Jim his best, best friend. For the past four years, Jim's life was all about the U.S. Marine Corps. He wanted to join the military for a long time. Since,
4: like, eighth grade.
1: He liked the uniforms, the discipline, and the overall lifestyle.
4: Patriotism, like, I love America. Just everything together. It's, like, perfect. A like Perfect career for me.
1: After his mother was denied a green card, Jim enlisted in the Marines. In part, hoping that saying she had a son in the military would help her immigration case.
4: And also, like to help my family because I heard it was a good um, a good source of income.
1: So he left for the military soon after graduating from Pueblo High School in 2010. That's about a year after his mother was banned from re-entering the U.S.
4: It was just like a big brotherhood. It was good. It was like a second family.
1: So after four years, when it was time for Jim to re-enlist, he had to make a very difficult choice.
4: I knew I had to come home. Like, it was, it was going to be a must. But at the same time, I was like, damn, this is not fair. Like, this sucks. I could have continued like two more months, I would have been a sergeant. That's an E-5, that's a pretty big deal to make it up there that fast. Yeah, but I I knew like this is more important, family comes first. So yeah, I was kind of like angry, like, oh, this is not fair. Life isn't fair, (laughs) but it's it's whatever.
1: (laughs) Jim didn't say this to anyone in his family. The 23-year-old doesn't really like to talk about his feelings. Gloria, his mom, thinks Jim took her absence the hardest. Jim was already a bit reserved but became more reclusive, she says, sleeping a lot, eating less, and spending a lot of time in his room. Jim doesn't remember it like that. In fact, he sort of brushes that off. It's almost as if some of these life changes were not that big of a deal to him. But he admits that the relationship with his mom is kind
4: of distant, but not a bad one.
1: Jim is now the primary caretaker for his father, who, after being hospitalized for a collapsed lung, suffered a stroke that left him with limited mobility.
4: To so exercise, mm-hmm. Pase ejercicio, pues. Yeah, right.
1: Huh? The doctor said Arsenio needed to exercise his legs, brazos, no. so Jim tries to help his dad flex each leg while watching TV. Una,
4: dos, tres. When
1: Arsenio's health was better, he used to walk a couple blocks to the free after school program that all his kids attended to make a donation to the program's director, Sister Mary Ann even when the family was struggling financially. And he is the only parent, the only one, and we've had hundreds go through our program, who would give me $20 every month
5: without fail. And when he was so sick, He'd come with his walker. He wouldn't let his sons come. He had to come and make sure he put that in my hand every single month.
1: The De La Rosas economic situation got worse when Gloria was denied a green card. She was the breadwinner of the family, cleaning hotel rooms and selling food on the side. Although the separation caused a lot of problems, Jim commends his mother for waiting out the 10-year ban.
4: I'm proud of her for wanting wanting it to do it the legit way and legal way to becoming a citizen or resident. Because, like, years ago she could have gotten another, she could have crossed illegally again through the desert or whether there's a lot of ways.
1: Now that he has decided not to have a career in the military, Jim is considering working in law enforcement, and he's taking classes at Pima Community College this semester. Oh, During the summer, he yes. reconnected with an old friend, Bob Cabijas, also a veteran, but much older. The two worked together at the Greyhound racetrack when Jim was in high school. A couple months ago, Bob asked Jim to join him on a hot summer morning to volunteer with Humane Borders. The two drove a water truck through migrant trails near Sasabe, filling up water tanks. Wow,
4: come on. How do you how do I use this thing? Just turn the water on and put the thing on there. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm patriotic i patriotic because I love this country, and I, lo- I love the Marines, too. Like, those are an amazing brotherhood, but <clears throat> immigrants, I mean, like, everybody's human. I mean, water is, like, a necessity for everyone. You know? I picture myself without water to, trying to walk, what, 80
1: miles? Come on. That is the same desert his mother crossed to come to the U.S. illegally, But it wasn't until Jim came home after driving through the desert for hours that he put those two together.
4: Now that I think about it, it's like, dang, my mom was one of those persons, you know, like, it's crazy.
1: There were times when the De La Rosa siblings didn't have enough to eat, and times when they struggled emotionally and fell behind in school. That's typical. Data show children with an undocumented parent are at a disadvantage in education, health, and economic opportunities. But the De La Rosas have a support system of family, friends, church groups, teachers, and counselors. Ultimately, they have each other, and the separation has made them stronger, even closer. The siblings wipe their own tears to be there for each other and save their moments of weakness for when they're alone. Bill has a long, impressive resume, and Naomi is excelling in high school. Jim has taken classes to be a better caretaker for their dad and is enrolled at Pima Community College. 10-year-old Bobby is doing better in school and wants to be a veterinarian because he loves animals. Gloria still cries every time her kids leave Nogales Sonora after weekend visits. She tries to make the most of those visits and take some weight off their shoulders, cooking their favorite dishes, doing their laundry, and caring for her husband, who is twice her age. Next month, it will be six years since Gloria was denied a green card at that appointment in Juarez. And there are four more years to go before she can apply again.
2: Well, hopefully, four years from now, my mom is back here. My dad, uh, I don't know if he'll make it that long. I picture us living together again at some point. And then my mom, you know, going to go see my, my sister graduate from college going to Bobby's uh, high school graduation. I told her um, that I wouldn't get married until she gets back. She's she's missed a lot of things, but there's still some events she could go to.
0: That was Arizona Public Media's Fernanda Echavarri. This story was produced in collaboration with Perla Treviso of the Arizona Daily Star. For more on this series and to meet the De La Rosa siblings, go to DividedByLaw.com.